everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast. I'm joined today uh, by Daniel Keller, who is the co-founder of Flux. Uh, Daniel, welcome to the Crypto 101 podcast. How are you doing? Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me on today. I really do appreciate it. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good. I'm excited. I'm excited. A lot of people have actually talking about Flux, uh, you know, whether it's in the news. One of my guys uh, emailed me the other day and was like, hey, have you heard of this thing? Uh, so I was diving into it. And then fortuitously, we got to meet. Um, so I'm going to be sending this to my buddy who's been asking about Flux. Uh, and we're, we're going to get the deep dive. So uh, before we do that, Daniel, just let's get acquainted here with the audience. Uh, introduce yourself. Uh, what is it that, you know, you're doing at Flux that is, is truly groundbreaking? Yeah, awesome. So uh, I am Daniel Keller. I am the co-founder of, of Flux. Um, I, Flux is five years old. So we've been around for a while. We're the I like to say we're the best kept secret in, in uh, blockchain and crypto. Um, <laughs> Flux is a decentralized compute network. So what does that mean? That means we are Web3. Um, if you really get down to brass tacks, what is Web3? Web3 is an infrastructure play. Um, there's a lot of... Web3 kind of use, is used as a blanket term for a lot of different things. If it's bright and shiny, you know, whether it's NFTs or DeFi or whatever, everybody kind of lumps in Web3. But if you're running on AWS, you're not Web3, right? So you need to be running on a decentralized platform. And that's exactly what Flux does is we created the world's largest and first decentralized compute network. We have over 16,000 nodes all over the world ran by decentralized systems administrators. Uh, we have one of the largest mining sides of the world as well. So it's a proof of work algorithm. So our consensus mechanism and our transactional validator is proof of work. And our layer two uh, infrastructure is our node network. So basically, uh, if I'm trying to explain this in a nutshell to somebody for hearing about Flux for the very first time, we're AWS on the blockchain. Um, instead of cold load data centers that are here, there, and everywhere, um, it's it's a global network, um, uh, and it's 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 massive. So that's that Love that's it. a little bit about us. Okay, cool. And so Flux, it's you know I, I love that it's the AWS uh, for for Web three or for crypto. Um, now there, there's also a Flux token. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's a proof of work coin. Uh, so you know basically we're a fork of Bitcoin. Uh, um, we are fork of Zcash, but Zcash was a fork of Bitcoin. So we we, we use the right. code base from from uh, Bitcoin essentially. Um, so it's mineable. Um, it's ASIC resistant. So uh, we don't have any ASICs on the on it to to really focus in on decentralization. It's utility based asset. So everything that runs on Flux or around Flux is uh, built in Flux. So it's truly the utilitarian of all utilitarian. It's not some crappy token that you know people. Per- printed off and said, "Hey, we're going to make make it worth something." So um, our community is. Is, is very large. We have a very large community. I would say one of the most vibrant communities, if not the most vibrant community in, um, in, in blockchain. So, you know, yeah, but proof of work all the way. We're all about that. Yeah, interesting. And so proof of work, um, you know, one of the things that people don't like about it is it tends to be kind of slow. Um, and so how do, how do you guys um, kind of navigate that? Um, I would say it's slow if you're looking at like transactional validation. So, you know, if you're talking TPS or transaction per second, then, then you would say, you know, proof of work is probably, although there are projects out there like Kadena and some other projects that have kind of addressed some right. of those, the scaling. 
We don't care really about that because all the magic happens on our layer two. So we're really just using layer one for transactional validation and consensus mechanism. So, you know, for us, uh, it makes sense to have the security and decentralization of proof of work um, that, and, and the speed doesn't really matter much to us because all of all of the speed happens on our layer two infrastructure with our node networks, which is supported. Got it. So it's the AWS kind of competitor is not slow based on proof of work. That's oh, all no. on the L two. No, no, it's 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 matter of fact. I would put our our infrastructure up against AWS as any day because we. I mean, because a lot of the things that we do, uh, AWS cannot do because of their centralized entity. So we're fast. So, so you ha, you have a big team, or, or how do you kind of think about running a decentralized autonomous organization? Well, Flux was really born, born into the world in uh, uh, 20, 2018. So right out of the throes of the ICO craze where everybody was minting every single crap token out there there was. And uh, we came along and we really realized that we wanted to uh, solve a problem. And uh, the problem that we wanted to solve was the fact that, you know, as Satoshi Nakamoto penned the Bitcoin white paper, he had a he had a fairly significant challenge. And that was, what do we do with all this additional compute resources, right? So we're going to create the largest, most decentralized uh, uh, censorship resistant platform out there. However, it's going to take a massive footprint. So what Flux did is we wanted to expand on that as well. So we wanted to use proof of work and we wanted to take that Satoshi consensus model. And we also wanted to layer on speed on top of that, but also be able to use that compute resources. So we created what was called proof of use of work, which is our, our layer two. So we have our layer one, which is our proof of work side. We have our layer two, which is our proof of use of work side. And together in tandem, uh, 50% of our our block rewards go to our miners and 50% go to our node operators. And by doing that, we fixed a very large glaring hole and that was the usage of like real decentralized compute and and that's exactly what we've kind of perfect perfected over the past five years is it possible for amazon to decentralize their compute or for any kind of incumbent to say oh wow i see what these um you know these innovators are doing you know we could do this with what we have or is it fundamentally incompatible i think it's fundamentally incompatible because of the way that they're structured but i i I would love to see them do something where you know they would provide back to you know resources you know where people can participate back in the problem is it's going to break their business model and 60 percent of all uh uh, amazon's revenue is come comes from a byproduct that was created and that's aws so Mm. you know yes they could do it but it is going to basically destroy their profit margin. And that's exactly what Flux is looking to do is not necessarily dethrone AWS, but be a symbiotic you know, relationship. So you have Web1, which was on-prem. So people that ran servers, right? Data lakes, right. so on and so forth. Uh, then you had Web2 come along, which is cloud infrastructure. So people didn't give up on-prem right away uh, and they still haven't, right? So you're still using mm-hmm. on-prem. You're still using cloud-based. I think all Web3 does or what Flux does is create another way to um, a, you know, uh, emphasize the other two products. So you'll still have on-prem, your, you know, your Web1, your, your Web2, which is going to be scalable and, and redundant and you know, centralized. And then you'll have Web3, which is you know, decentralized, redundant, fast, and so on and so forth. So I think it's just another flavor um, I think is is what you're gonna what you're gonna see. Does this enable any sort of new applications that might be really compelling to the consumer um, that is not really possible in the current uh, Web two and Web one world? 
Yeah, everything. And that's the crazy part is if you, <laughs> it doesn't, you know, the number one question that I get all the time is how do I become a web three developer? And I, and, and with flux, all you have to do is be a developer. You don't have to be a web three developer. There's no specialty. If you've already built it in web two, you can port it to web three. Uh, all you have to do is dockerize the container and you can deploy it on flux. So whether it's a front end, back end game server, uh, website, uh, matter of fact, we just deployed WordPress on flux. So, you know, 40, 40 plus percent of the internet runs on WordPress. And now you can run it on Flux for pennies on the dollar, which you would on your centralized infrastructure. So uh, I'm not saying it's impossible for, you know, large. Uh, it is a matter of fact, we've partnered with several Web2 companies. Lumen is one and uh, OVH is another. I mean, if you're familiar with those guys, they're they're pretty large. And they understand that this is the way the technology is is going. So they want to be, you know, they want to be leaders in the industry. They don't necessarily want to have to be the followers. Yeah. Look, guys, taxes, they stink, but they're a part of life. And crypto taxes can particularly stink. And now the IRS, they're cracking down, increasing audits, and in turn, increasing your financial risk. So that's why I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Guard Dog by Crypto Tax Audit. Now, Guard Dog is kind of like car insurance, but for your taxes. Now, Guard Dog's an early warning indicator constantly scanning your financial landscape for audit risk, sending you monthly reports on the status of your IRS account and warning you about potential audits up to six months in advance. And if that happens, Guard Dog can work with you to correct any issues and potentially even help you avoid an audit altogether. And on top of all this, Guard Dog even detects when you're eligible for refunds that you might not have even known about. So stop worrying about your taxes and learn how you can get started by going to CryptoTaxAudit.com. Again, that's our newest sponsor, Guard Dog. You can find him at CryptoTaxAudit.com, and you can sign up today. Um, now, how do you guys kind of incentivize participation on the network? Um, what is it that's going to get somebody to get involved with Flux and run a node or build an application? Is there uh incentives built oh, in absolutely so uh you know for our, our, our enterprise infrastructure we have three tiers of nodes that ne you can run um you know 1000 1250 and 40000 lockup of flux and with that you will basically once you've locked that up you're not putting it in any any kind of weird uh lockup where you have to put it in for a period of time you can you can basically deploy your node take it down 5 minutes later and your flux has remained in your wallet oh, it's, it's never, liquid it's it's liquid so we don't it's have any not weird the, the, the voter escrow stuff that nope. some of the other guys are doing no people that do that or manipulate your your tokenomics or prevent people from removing it that that, it, that those are flawed processes anyway so this is as much as um you know, as much or as little as you'd like to do, and uh, it doesn't com commit you to any any weird uh, lockup or anything like that. So, you know, we wanted to make sure that that was like priority number one. We wanted to make sure people um, it was as decentralized as humanly possible. And when you start to manipulate, you know, tokenomics like that, I don't think it is very decentralized. So. Um, you can run a node, you can, you know, provide infrastructure, you, you know, you can go deploy, uh, dApps, everything requires flux today. So there's plenty of ways that, you know, you can build a mining rig and you can mine it. Um, but there's pretty much any way you, you can think of, you can earn a little flux. And then you could earn, a, you could earn flux, but then also you need to spend that flux on the network. For instance, if you want to yep. run a, a system or run a, a query or run an application or whatever on flux, do you need to pay in those tokens? You you can. Uh, so one of the things that we looked at when we were building Flux out is we didn't necessarily just want to 
revolve this around the crypto space. We wanted this, you know, uh, there's a lot of projects out there that are crypto projects. They say, you know, we're a crypto, uh, or, or, you know, crypto project and, you know, we're, we're building a blockchain. We're a, we're a tech company or a tech project that really is building a, that happens to have a blockchain. So, you know, we wanted to make sure Flux was instituted with everything, but we're all technologists at the project. So we understand, you know, we have 65 plus developers and all of them came from some walk of of network infrastructure. So they realized, like for me, I'm, you know, CIO by trade. So I need to be able to budget appropriately uh, in, in, a, in a fiscal year. So I can't sit down and say, I might need 50,000 flux or I could need 10,000 flux or somewhere in the middle, right? That just doesn't work like that. So we also have created onboarding ramps that, you know, we crypto.com, coinbase.com. We actually have Zellcore Pay, which is, you know, you can use crypto. So you can use crypto, you can use fiat, you can use these different uh, platforms to deploy. That helps people budget effectively, and then what happens is once that fiat payment has been settled, it automatically settles back to Flux again. So everything requires Flux, whether it's, you know, a, a deployments or nodes or, you know, even our decentralized. It's the, it's the entire gas that runs the entire network. Yep. Yeah. Even our decentralized uh, two-factor authentication requires some Flux to sign a transaction, which will Ooh. allow you to use decentralized two-factor authentication. So Very cool. Have you guys gotten any... Um how do I say it, like uh, enterprise partnerships or recognition from, you know, S&P 500 companies or anything like that? Yeah, we're working with Lumen and OVH right now. We also were accepted. Sorry, who? Uh, Lumen and OVH. Okay, thank you. And uh, we also um, we also uh, were accepted into the NVIDIA Inception program. So one of the big things oh, we're, killer. we're working on is um, uh, eventually we're going to have our, our, our AI component as well. So we'll have a, a, node, a node structure that'll be just specifically for AI. And we're finishing out our proof of use work model, which will also take our GPUs and put them in. So you can basically think think of it this way, like chat GPT spends, you know, the better part of 150,000 to, to a quarter of a million dollars a day um, in, in, te- in, in uh, technology. Well, you'll be able to do that exact same thing on Flux, you know, many times over because the mining network will be able to be utilized for those pieces as well. So that's one of the projects we're working on right now with the proof of use of work. That sounds super cool. Um, and yeah, congrats on the NVIDIA um, partnership and program. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an NVIDIA bull. I think the more that AI and you know crypto mining and stuff comes out, I mean, they really are cornering the market in, in chips and stuff. So, Well, they're not, um, necess- they're not necessarily kind to the miners. And so they're not, they were not my friends uh, at first. You know, I'm being quite frank. Uh, sure. As a matter of fact, sure. I gave them a lot of crap about it, um, <laughs> uh, mostly because, you know, they've 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 not been fr- friendly to miners and miners are going to be a big part of their revenue model going for- forward, even with proof of use work. But but one of the things they really do well is the fact uh, they're they're Jetsons and they're and they're uh, edge compute and AI so- solutions, which is what Flux is working with. So, you know, am I do you, are you going to see a Flux branded uh, graphics card coming from the video? Probably not. And we're not going to get a fan letter because of it. But but what you are going to see is a lot of NVIDIA Jetsons deployed. We already have thousands of them on the network as it is. That's fantastic. Um, and you're also working with a, a popular crypto company, I believe, called Wire. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, Wire's cool. Um, we we actually are in the process. I mean, again, we want to make sure we have the best on-ramps out there. So we've partnered with MoonPay. We've par- partnered with Wire. We've partnered with you know Coinbase.com, Crypto.com. Um, 
you know, the one thing about Flux is, uh, you know, because everybody says, you know, what, who's your competition out there? And I always say, you know, we don't have competition. We have opportunity because we're so early in the space that every single project, if they're doing the right thing and they're creating like, a, a, you know, that framework, that delivery framework like Flux has done, we're willing to work with you and we're willing to, you know, we're willing to develop our products out together. So um, Wire's pretty, uh, pretty good one. Um, MoonPay was a big one we added as well. Uh, our goal is to uh, reduce the barrier of entry. Uh, Stripe is another one that we're working with as well. Oh, yeah, they're big. Um, so, you know, we want to reduce the barrier of entry for people to be able to deploy on the infrastructure and just tune it up and run with it. And that's exactly what we're working on now. And I saw um, when I was perusing the site that you you guys partnered with or have the power to uh, be cross-chain compatible with uh, Kadena, Ethereum, Binance, Solana, I think a couple others. Um, is there cross-chain risk there? Like if Solana blows up, like are you, is your network affected or, um, you know, what's, what's kind of the strategy there? Well, one of the, the holy grail of blockchain is interchain operability. Right. So the ability to between to, all chains, yeah, to work with all chains. And that's exactly what Flux set out to do and has done. Uh, so uh, we were able to bridge these networks and we didn't do it conventionally, like what you see with wrapped assets or anything like that, because you, right. have, you basically have to rely on a third party in, in place for that. You know what I mean? You have to hope like hell the audits are correct. And as we've seen with some of these bridges, not 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 fun. Right. So uh, we're lucky because one of our products is Zelcor, which is a multi-asset platform. So we were able that runs on top of Flux. So we were able to deploy a fusion bridge inside of that and allow you mm. to move from the primary chain to any parallel chain. So what does that mean? That means if you're in Flux and you want to move to Flux ETH or Flux Solana or Flux KDA or any of these other projects, you easily just go through fusion and you basically mint onto the new network. And you're able to participate in any of the DeFi DGen stuff that you love, right? Or, or <laughs> so maybe, it's your own bridge. Yeah, it's our own bridge, and it's it's built decentralized on top inside of Zelcor on top of Flux. So um, there's no wow. uh, mystery contracts out there. Uh, everyone that's in those parallel assets can leave. Like hypothetically, say Solana just takes a crap, which wouldn't you know wouldn't shock any of wouldn't us right anybody <laughs> so um uh, no knock on solana maxis out there sorry guys um you could easily come back uh to flux you, you can always come home again so you know a lot of the exchange listings that we're doing now you know whether it's binance or kucoin or a lot of these other they're 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 the parallel assets because people like the eth pairing they like to be able to participate in DeFi. Um, they like the Solana for the low transactions, Binance Smart Chain for low transactions, quick speed. So really, it's just allowing you to have the flavor uh, du jour. Uh, we just re released, uh, announced our Flux uh, Algorand, which is, uh, oh. you know, Algo. So uh, Algo's do, Algorand's doing some pretty amazing things. And we're we're going to have uh, uh, we're going to have a AMA coming up at them as well. So we're, we're really excited to see some of the pieces that they're doing. So good stuff. Yeah, super cool stuff. Um, now, kind of going back to the, the tokenomics a little bit. I know you guys just had on February 8th, uh, you're having. Um, so could you talk a little bit about what Flux's having is? And, you know, if people don't even know what that is, uh, maybe explain like Bitcoin's having. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that as Satoshi Nakamoto was putting together the Bitcoin white paper, he he understood that that essentially, you know, 
fiat currencies are inflationary models, right? So it's, you know, you hear the Fed say it over and over again, you know, there's an unlimited amount of money means they can just keep adding zeros to whatever it is that they'd like to. And, you know, that's infinite. Money printer go burr. Yeah, go burr, right? Well, uh, (laughs) Satoshi said every four years, we're going to basically cut that block reward in half. And then what that's going to do is that's going to drive adoption. It's going to drive demand. It's also going to drive the utility of the asset as well, which was a very wise thing to do. So as we were sitting down looking at Flux, we decided to do the exact same thing. However, we changed our having having to uh, 2.5 years. The reason we did that is because we need to we we actually use our having and our node scaling um, as a way for us to scale. So two and a half years in crypto is like a gazillion years out in the real world, right? <laughs> Uh, so yeah. we felt two and a half years was right. We have a two minute block time on top of that. We have a maximum of 440 million flux that'll ever be minted. So we are a finite resource. Um, you know, people ask, you know, you can buy point zero 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 one flux. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's much like the Bitcoin model in that, in that way. It also helps, um, some would say it's not deflationary, but it is in in reality is kind of like a deflationary based model that it you know as as the demand of the asset continues to increase and it you know we've seen exponential growth especially this past couple of years um, with the halving coming into play that also drive you know the demand of it up and of course you know a natural byproduct of that is would be at a price adjustment as well. Um, not an investment advisor, mm-hmm. nor do I play one on TV. Of course, absolutely. Look, guys, taxes, they stink, but they're a part of life. And crypto taxes can particularly stink. And now the IRS, they're cracking down, increasing audits, and in turn, increasing your financial risk. So that's why I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Guard Dog by Crypto Tax Audit. Now, Guard Dog is kind of like car insurance, but for your taxes. Now, Guard Dog's an early warning indicator constantly scanning your financial landscape for audit risk, sending you monthly reports on the status of your IRS account and warning you about potential audits up to six months in advance. And if that happens, Guard Dog can work with you to correct any issues and potentially even help you avoid an audit altogether. And on top of all this, Guard Dog even detects when you're eligible for refunds that you might not have even known about. So stop worrying about your taxes and learn how you can get started by going to CryptoTaxAudit.com. Again, that's our newest sponsor, Guard Dog. You can find him at CryptoTaxAudit.com, and you can sign up today. No, I, I kind of like what you said about like how crypto moves so quickly. Um, and I was thinking about it, I was like, I, I just kind of grabbed my calculator real quick because I was curious. But like, so if there's on average 252 trading days in the stock market um, in about eight hours a day, so that's about 2,000 hours. But if you actually have crypto, which is 365 days times 24 you know, hours, that's 8,760. So if you divide that by 2,000, you know, you realize crypto trades about four and a half times faster or more yes. more hours yes. than the stock market so yes. there's more cycle yes what a trip yeah and it's you know the thing about it is is we're used to that antiquated technology right because banks mm-hmm. are closed on on weekends banks are closed on holidays uh crypto mm-hmm. is open 24/7 365 and doesn't stop right and that that's mm-hmm. the future whether wherever you sit uh about you know crypto and blockchain technologies you know uh, the fu- the future is exactly that. And that's why, you know, with yeah. Flux, we wanted to make sure that we had our, um, you know, we didn't come out and trumpet Flux and say, look at all the things we're doing. We spent the past five years building, 
because that's exactly what you know. That's exactly what we wanted to do. Um, we wanted a fully, quiet building. Yep, I like it. Yeah, we wanted a fully functional. They call me Organic Dan because that's what I always tell the community. I'm like, nope, <laughs> we're not going to do this. We're not going to you know hire massive market companies and you know run out and pay YouTube shillers and things like that. We're not going to do any of that. You know what we're going to do is we're going to build a product that's we're going to be proud of and that when people use it, they'll understand immediately uh, that this is the real deal. Yeah. Now, in terms of um, adoption, could you tell us a little bit about any metrics that you guys are proud of, um, usage, numbers, whatever you got? Dude, I am the metric man. I love metrics. <laughs> You're like, right? dude, how much time do we have? Yeah, I got, I got <laughs> enough to 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 blow your mind. Um, so let's so, hear a couple. So Flux, uh, right now as it stands, we're the number two fork of Bitcoin. So we do about 135,000 to 145,000 transactions a day. Litecoin does somewhere around 100, 120,000. So we're 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 actually doing more transactions per day than than Litecoin. Uh, wow. To put that in perspective, Bitcoin does about a quarter of a million. million. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. That means our chain's being utilized and it's being, uh, you know, it's really, it's really yeah. uh, people are building and developing on it. We have, uh, we recently with our halvening, uh, we have went over almost uh, 16,000 nodes. So we have 16,000 nodes that are global and uh, 50 plus countries all around the world. It, I mean, if you look at the wheel, it's a wheel of color. I mean, you can, it's, they're everywhere. It'd be hard pressed to find somewhere that doesn't have flux. We have about 45,000 uh, instances running right now today on Flux, about 16 to 17,000 unique instances that have deployed. So that's everything from, you know, uh, blockchain-based products uh, to web servers. We have a lot of e-game folks that are running servers on there now as well. And now we're just ramping up our WordPress piece as well. So we have 65 people that work on the product uh, on the project, uh, Flux itself. And then on the Zellcore side, we have probably somewhere around the neighborhood of 12. Uh, wow. Zellcore is one of the most popular, uh, multi-asset platforms out there. Um, I, w we have, uh, in excess of 700,000 plus users, uh, on that platform alone to 2.6 million unique, uh, addresses that go back to Zellcore. So we have wow. a lot of metrics there. Um, you know, Flux is, is really from a statistical standpoint, um, uh, we are, we have just crushed everything in terms of um, our growth model. So if you look at our metrics model, everything goes like this because the adoption cycle is here. And even in a bear market, um, you know, bear markets are weird because they usually re revolve around asset prices, but that doesn't stop the development of the project. And as a matter of fact, right. your adoption cycle should be in your bear markets, right? Because then your support mm -hmm. cycle begins when your, you know, your bull market runs out because people start to find out about it. And then you have to start supporting those pieces. This is why right. in the past in crypto, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, every time there's a big price surge, everything breaks. Right. Yes. Coinbase is down. Kraken's down. These yeah. guys are down. This is broke. Right. Because everybody's running in to test that infrastructure. So what Flux has done is we're building in that down cycle so that when that up cycle comes and we're getting stress tested, uh, we'll yeah. be able to handle that, that those infrastructure influxes. No pun intended. Beautiful. I love it. Um, now, I, I'm also curious just on your hot take on any of the unfolding regulatory stuff and you know I, I don't think you're a lawyer and you know full disclosure i'm not a lawyer either but maybe we could just have a quick conversation um what, what's your take about what's kind of unfolding on the regulatory front well i you know um i think we're seeing motion 
So, I mean, the way that you fix a problem is to start having conversations, level-headed, mm-hmm. you know, conversations, right. uh, you know, and not, you know, you know, not Gary Gensler slapping everybody with Wells notices because, you know, <laughs> you know, although they like to think the world revolves around the U.S., it doesn't necessarily revolve around the U.S. And as a matter of fact, the the the, the developer company, Influx, that's a U.K.-based company because we refuse to bring it to the States, mostly because of the lack of regulatory compliance. Now, that doesn't mean we wouldn't want to be in the United States. I want to be in the United States. I, you know, that it's a big, that's a big piece of the puzzle for us. Mm-hmm. However, until they start getting some true re- regulatory guidance around it, you know, we start getting, you know, the Senate and Congress involved and start talking these things out and uh, we start to actually get some real uh, planning in place. I think it's going to continue to be a challenge. And guess what? These are tough hmm. conversations that we're getting ready to go into. Whether you're yeah. talking about Web3 and decentralized compute or if you're talking about you know AI and some of the components that you're seeing coming out of that, um, these are this is the real deal, guys. And you're talking yep. CBDCs now on top of this and stuff. So, I mean, we have to be very vocal um, uh, advocates for whatever it is that, you know, how we want to see this play out in the end, because if, you know, they will easily take your technology that you've built and they'll roll it into the, to the Borg that is, you know, the government. Um, if you're not willing to work with them and figure out exactly how this is going to play out. So, you know, flux is always taking, taking a very stringent regulatory compliant piece. As a matter of fact, we've been how he tested and failed multiple times in the States because, and by the way, you want to fail the Halley test. You don't want to pass it. <laughs> so, um, you know, because people hear that, they'll be like, oh, that's bad. No, uh, that's good. Uh, and we That means you don't get recognized that's as security. Right. So, you know, the closest thing that I'd say you could put Flux next to would be Bitcoin. Um, you know, uh, the, and, and, and we've done that by design. We've done that by keeping our decentralization, keeping our miners involved, not minting, you know, 100% of our tokens day one, you know, with proof of stake. Um, because we believe that that's where it's going to be at the end. We believe that regulatory compliance and gu- guidance, I mean, factually, yeah. you know, people are saying, well, you know, 97% of the tokens that are on coin market cap right now today are securities and they're not wrong. We happen to be mm-hmm. one of the 2%. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. that's just how it is. I mean, and, and, you know, should, should they report to the the SEC? I believe they should. You know, if they're trying to be in the United States, they need to they need to handle that. You can't mint a hundred percent of your token uh, and, and and promise promise to provide you know crazy APYs and everything else and not be called a security. Just doesn't make sense. Now, yeah, the U.S. could definitely get their act together. Uh, you know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, put my tinfoil hat on. There was a lot of conversation between Sam and, you know, Gary and a lot of those other pieces. So, you know, I, I'm a little concerned that they're going to do something stupid. Um, mm. So but we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see how it plays out. Yeah, I know there's there's a whole host of uh, things that are going to be kind of getting tied up this year. I know the Ripple case is getting tied up this year. Um I think the grayscale uh, lawsuit against the SEC is starting this month. Um, so there's there's some things that are definitely changing in the waters. Yep. Um, so I'm excited to see how it plays out. Um, and, and before I let you go, I want to uh, ask you about the the upcoming hackathon that you guys have. I think I saw it was called the Cypherpunk 2023. Yeah. So we have we have some pretty large events coming up for the for the project. We do have uh, in Fort Lauderdale this year. Uh, we will have our 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 first flux. 
we called it FluxCon, but now it's called Cypherpunk 2023. Um, I call it the unconsensus consensus, right? So instead of <laughs> paying $20 million to go to a, uh, hear uh, you know, people bloviate about themselves yeah. for you know uh, two days, you get to go to, to Fort Lauderdale, you get to hang out with Cypherpunks, get back down to you know brass tacks about you know what why are we here in this space and why it's important so you know we're not going to listen to people's shoulder projects or their you know s coin of the day uh this is going to be about how we can continue to keep it advancing you know everything moving forward so we will have a hackathon there as well we have a couple events scheduled we have a really great team that's putting that together so we're excited for it i think it'll be a lot of fun Man, well, I'm excited about everything you guys are building at Flux. It just seems like the total addressable market for this stuff is is huge. It's just tremendous. Um, and it's not just, you know, another cryptocurrency. It's a whole broad network of compute. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to understand is that there's a lot of cryptocurrencies that are just transactional mediums of exchange. That's all they're meant to do. But there's not much of a, you know, robust network under it of, um, you know, all these um you know, miners and validators passing back data and, you know, layer two solutions. So what you guys are building is is huge. Um, and I'm excited to see how you guys continue. I appreciate that. And I would say this to, in closing to, to anyone listening, I would say this, um, you know, a lot of folks talk about you know, in, in a bear market, you know, they're, they're really evaluating where their bags were held, where they're, what they're doing. It's all mm-hmm. about use case. And, you know, you have to sit down and, and look at these projects uh, face value, do your due diligence, dig deep, uh, actually look at what the product is being used for and what problem does it solve and what does it change? Disruptive. Yeah, be honest with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Disruptive technology is fantastic. But if you're buying a dog coin, you're not here for the it's disruptive technology. So, you know, now's the exactly. perfect time to do some self-evaluation, do some due diligence and research on projects that you believe in or, or, or and then, and I think once you follow, find out fall down the flux rabbit hole as we 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 refer to it, that I think you'll be impressed and and it, and then you can use that as a litmus test to other projects as well and say what are they doing uh that that's different from say Cosmos or Polkadot Polka or, you know, Solana or these other products and why are they so mature? Yeah. Man, I'm excited. Uh, well, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on the Crypto 101 podcast. Where's the best place that we could uh, direct our listeners to do a little follow-up? Is that Twitter, Discord, email? What do you guys like? So you can go to runonflux.io, which runs on Flux. So that is our that is <laughs> nice. our website. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at, at runonflux. If you want to hear the rantings of a crazy old man from time to time, it's at DAK underscore Flux. That's me. Um, and we also have a wonderful Discord community, 20,000 plus people that love to help out and are very vibrant and, and, and engaged. So yeah, come check us out and, and ask questions and we're always there. And who knows, maybe if you ask a question, you'll get an answer from me because I like to, I like to get in there and, and, and talk to people and, and answer questions too. Beautiful. Well, run on flux.io or you can follow him on Twitter. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on the Crypto 101 podcast. I hope we have you back on again soon when you guys got some more big updates. Awesome. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Take care. Everybody who's at home listening, stay tuned. Uh, come on back next week. We'll have some more guests. When you need me 
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get everything you need to keep your pets happy and healthy at Menards. Feed your canine companion the best with chicken soup for the soul. Their dog food is made with real quality ingredients. It provides well-balanced nutrition for supporting happy, healthy pets. Explore all our pet products in-store and on Menards.com. And check out more of our great deals going on now at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.